Welcome to another episode of Drunk Cop and a Teacher, the podcast where everything's made up and our comments don't matter, just like the new Avengers game. Oh, yeah. I could give two shits about it right now. Not even does one. not matter in anyone's life, I think. In my opinion, I don't I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the game. Yeah, we were supposed to talk about it when they revealed the the gameplay and everything like that. It just looks we still so... will. And then I, I I don't know if I should say anything then. Well, okay, I do want to rant about one thing I, I read about that it's it's not like set in stone exactly what it means because they're doing I don't know if you guys saw they they announced that they're going to do another war table event thing I think next week or the week after I think it's like the last week of July but they have like on their image that they tweeted out about the beta and it's uh when they first announced this game they said that the PlayStation 4 is going to have uh, is going to have early access beta or something like that. Something along the lines where they're going to get it first. The PlayStation 4 is going to get it first. Mm-hmm. So on the picture, on the bottom right corner, it talks about the beta where it says PlayStation 4 open beta. And right above it, it says Xbox One and PC pre-order beta. Oh! So it's like, wait, you can, if I'm, if I'm going to play on Xbox or PC, I have to pre-order your game just to be able to access the beta, but the PlayStation 4 owners, they can just, you know, do whatever. They don't have to, you know, commit to your game. They can just, like, you know, get in and start complaining, and you won't care. Okay, that's the other I, I don't think that's a big deal. I, I've, I've pre-ordered stuff for betas and then un-pre-ordered it. Oh, I sure, think... that's, but that's been across the board. This is, like, the first yeah, time I, I see a I split for betas. I don't, I don't. It doesn't matter. It could hey, have been the other way around, and I've been like, the sure. good. The good news is that I could go back to GameStop and get my $5 back. Exactly. But hold on. It's also Avengers. <laughs> you don't want to play it anyways. What are you talking about? Not yeah, of his ultimate. Yeah. Not of his ultimate alliance. Oh, well, well it's not going to be like ultimate alliance. And, come on. True. Yeah, that was actually good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Although I haven't played the third one, and I heard that one was good, but it didn't look that good. Uh, yeah, I never got to the third one either. I don't know. All right, man. So, Mike, how's your week been? Stressful. Okay, that Stressful. escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I will always say like, "Oh, same shit." No, yeah, I know. I was waiting for that, and I was like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> nah, it's stressful, man. Just getting my test ready. I'm um, right. excited that Ghost of Tsushima is coming out. Sure. Uh, the time good. that this episode is published is coming out today, Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing it. Oh, my God. Woo! Only one of three of us. I mean, you guys are really not going to get it? I mean, I if if I got like maybe a free GameFly thing and got it, Ham, I already, Ham, I already know your expectations already, and I already yeah. know what you do for with games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you'd have to tell me if it's worth it, and then I'd I'd figure some way in getting it, not almost, full price. I almost was going to pre-order it, but I want to try to get the Ratchet and Clank Platinum before I delve into another PlayStation game. No. And then so I, I'm gonna wait on Ghost. Plus, again. Based off our last, what we saw from the state of play, I'm not that highly impressed by it. And I I, I, I just want to see what everyone else thinks about it and see maybe some Twitch gameplay to make my final decision if I want to play it or not. Yeah, fair enough. But other than that, that's what I've been up to. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep my composure of all the stress and, <laughs> and excitement and mm. everything. You can like do that. it. Thank you, Dad. 
<laughs> All right, Ham. All right, Becky. What you been up to? Oh uh, my, you know, hanging out with the Becky. Yeah, my man. Um, no, but yeah, but I'll play Ghost of Tsushima or sushi, whatever I want to call it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's I play... actually a mini game. You get to yeah. eat sushi. Oh, please, I'd play that. Uh, this is the way of the samurai. After I finish Fallout seventy six and everything I have to do on that. And then finish. I just got uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. After okay. I finish that, and then after I finish Cyberpunk, then maybe I'll get to Ghost of uh, Tsushima. But so you yeah. are gonna play Cyberpunk? Oh uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was the one. Definitely, Mike was the one not trying to get Cyberpunk. He wasn't into the hype. I am. Oh my gosh, I'm having one. What's you call that? The Mandela effect or whatever? Because I yeah, could have yeah, sworn yeah. you two were flipped. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Yeah, see, Mike's the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. I don't, I don't okay. believe in the hype. Yeah, see, you are flippity flip. Yeah. Right. Um, I finished Chernobyl. Um, show on HBO that came out what a yeah, year yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. How was it? Amazing. It was show, good. Right? It was a prequel to Fallout. Oh, I. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> I was very impressed because all the all like the sound effects of everything in it from the reactor. I'm like. Follow flashbacks. Oh no! Oh, but <laughs> no, but it was really good. It's done. It's only five episodes, about an hour yeah. each. Um, well, worth the episode time. three or four got to me really badly. Um, probably it's. I think it's four. I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, with the hunting. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I will be starting and finishing by the time we get back on the podcast. Was it raising Damien or raising Devon? I don't know. It's on a like NBC or CBS. It's also on Netflix. The first se- season. It's about this little kid who has superpowers and they're trying to like raise him, basically. But I think his family also has superpowers. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Okay. All so, right. So what have you been? What have you been up to? Um, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm I'm literally been i'm so tired that i think after we finish recording this episode i'm just gonna go to bed and pass out that's a good idea uh and it's not like i've been doing like any a lot of physical work uh, i've been working because uh, i do like a district assignment um i've for, i've done i was working on over the summer i did my last three days this past three days so monday tuesday and wednesday but it's all done virtual so i'm literally sitting in front of a computer screen for eight hours each day like talking and talking and talking and it's just i guess i'm not used to being behind a computer that long anymore mm-hmm. that it just drains the energy out of me and i'm just like i get headaches and like as soon as i'm done like 3 30 is like the time i get out i'm like all right i, I let's go outside like i want to go outside i want to okay. stay outside for a while so yeah i'm just tired from that um we got we just got done signing up my daughter for florida virtual school Nice. Uh, so we have to just wait on the acceptance. Although I actually got a hold of talking to a, a kindergartner and a t- kindergarten virtual school teacher, and she said she's never heard of anyone not getting approved. So yeah, um, so you know we're getting her set up for that. We talked to her about it. Like my daughter's okay with it. She's still a little upset that she's not going to go to actual school, but you know hopefully she'll understand. Um, she kind of does. She gets it a little bit. Like people are getting sick and and everything. So. Uh, other than that, like I've been trying to squeeze in Halo here and there, but that's nah. that's that's all, that's all I've been <laughs> up to is just the work, and then 
um, taking care of the Florida virtual school stuff. So I think after, and my classes started up again. So yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted. I just want to not do anything for the next couple of days. Uh, Is there any way she can jump into regular school at any time or no? They said, yeah, they said that she could, she's able to, I mean, like, let's say halfway through. Yeah. 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 She, she's, yeah, we can, we can do that. We can decide um to you know quit halfway if we think it's not working out and then just sign and register to an actual school but i think we're gonna fully commit the one year to virtual i don't think we're we're even gonna risk like even if they do something in the next six months i'm I'm just like you know what let's just finish the year clean like one just commit to one thing and then we'll think about it for first grade all right yeah i'll just be messing with her her entire life be like hey remember when you took that semester abroad she'd be like what you know, in kindergarten. <laughs> oh my god! If you need a a tutor, Ham could uh, oh, help out. No, that's 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 decades from now and decades. Yes, I'll teach her a thing or two. All right, let's get talking about our movie for the episode, guys. It is uh, another one of Ham's picks. This is a movie he's been wanting to talk about. Probably some might say even more than Becky. <laughs> I'm like, yes, please put the blame on me. Always put the blame on me. Uh, it is a movie titled Irresistible. Uh, Irresistible is a 2020 American political comedy film written and directed by Jon Stewart. It stars Steve Carell, Chris Cooper, Mackenzie Davis, Topher Grace, Natasha Lyonne. I'm, I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. And Rose Byrne. The film follows a Democratic strategist who tries to help a local candidate win an election in a small right-wing town. Now, we're just like the last couple episodes, we're just going to go straight into spoilers with our with our summaries and things like that. And afterwards, after we reveal our cards, we'll go a little bit more in depth. So um, just prepare for that in case you haven't seen this yet, because this did actually release a few weeks ago, I believe June 26th. Uh, but we just recently watched it because, again, Ham was really getting on <laughs> us about watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, as usual, start with Mike. Tell us what you thought about the movie. <clears throat> so um, in the beginning of the movie, when the beginning credits were starting, I had to pause it because when I saw the director, um, it was directed and written by Jon Stewart. I had mm-hmm. to pause it and I went back to IMDb and I was like, mm, is that the Jon Stewart that I know? Uh, yeah, it's the Jon Stewart from the Daily Show from the Comedy yeah. Central where if anybody who don't know who Jon Stewart is, he's the type of person where he actually makes fun of politics. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a person that I respect a lot because I think uh, a lot of, yeah, I think he makes a, a lot of good points of political views and everything like that. And also, too, he uh, stood up against um, I, I, I don't I think it was Congress or it was it was some type of people where he was uh, fighting for giving uh, the firefighters who were the victims yep. of 9-11 and he he fought for their rights to get properly, you know, get uh, proper like properly. What was it like a medical? Yeah, no, these were the first responders that went in and cleared all the rubble and all that. But because of the uh, inhalation of uh, smoke and debris, a lot of they them were not like, getting the proper treatments, I think. Yeah, 90 percent right? were getting cancer and all that. And no one wanted to pay them. He and a bunch of people had to go to Congress and tell them, hey, you're not taking care of them. They did what they had to and no one's helping them now. So that's what he was fighting for. Yeah. And and they and they signed the bill because of him. And I respect them for that a lot. 
So, uh, starting out, starting this movie, I already thought of like, okay, I because I didn't see any trailers watching this like before watching this movie or anything like that. Um, but I kind of had an idea when I saw his name. I was like, okay, I think this might be probably a political, mm-hmm. a political movie and everything like that. So, what did I think about overall about the movie? I'm a little mixed about it. I think. It's a decent movie. It has a very good cast that uh, that did a good job, did decent acting. Um, I think Steve Carell definitely he had some some Steve Carell moments. Yeah, uh, and I'm a big fan of Steve Carell, and usually it's just because of The Office, where I think The Office is one of the best comedy shows ever. But that's just me. Um, and then you have uh, Rose Byrne, where she plays the the villain uh, of this. Yeah, she's movie. always hilarious. And yeah, she 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 did a good job as a villain. And my favorite person in the movie was Chris Cooper, where he's a he's he was the type of person where he was trying to help his small town to for it to get money and because they were struggling and everything like that. And he delivers a speech in front of these Democrat people. So he's like, It took me to get into a plane to come all the over all the way over here to tell you why my town is worth saving. I thought that was a really good speech. Um, I think overall, to me, the movie could definitely been shorter. Uh, it it drags on a bit too long. And the beginning of the movie was a little bit. It was just felt awkward. But towards the end of this movie, it all makes sense. Some of the comedy doesn't really land for me. I think I chuckled at three parts, and it starts out with, uh, I will say, it, it was just three things. Because um, this is a spoiler, uh, spoiler talk, right? Yeah. Okay. So it was, the thing that I laughed at was, uh, what was it? It was, uh, where's my fucking Hispanics? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was another thing? It was him eating the, the blueberry pie. Are all the desserts? Like, in the car every, in the every beginning. Every time? Okay, I was going to say, that. which yeah. time was it? It was just the beginning, uh, the first time. And then the, the third one was like, you're going to eat my dick for an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, people <laughs> underneath were, like, looking up, like, what the hell? Um, I think it's a decent movie. It has a, it has a good message um, that, of course politics are fucking are are fucked are are fucking liars and they do anything to manipulate people and tell lies and everything like that and then towards the end is where you get that big reveal that everybody was getting played and Mm -hmm. everything like that um so i think the movie is not bad but i don't think it's great i think it's 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 a good movie it's a decent movie if you have literally nothing else to watch, <laughs> oh. you can watch this movie. But at the same time, if you're interested, because Steve Carell in the casting, yeah, watch it. Go ahead. But I'm going to give it a yellow card because it doesn't deserve a red or it doesn't deserve a green. It deserves just a straight up yellow. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I thought about the movie. All right, Becky, what about you? Oh, God. No, this better not stick. <laughs> um... I agree with Mike. That speech when they, um, well, even the speech at the beginning was good. Um, out of the two, I think the second one was better. And I did hear like John Stewart's 
voice in that second one a lot more when he's talking. I guess they're in New York, I believe, and he's talking to all the rich Democrats at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that that uh, introduction of the movie, nobody mentioned Will Sasso in it. I didn't say Will, oh, Will Sasso. Yeah, but he was in the back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do like the reveals at the end where they actually sounded smarter than they were at the beginning. Um, uh, the reason why I told these guys to watch this movie just because the the sort of big reveal, the M Night Shyamalan twist, which I know Mike loves M Night Shyamalan, <laughs> and uh, motherfucker, the, <laughs> and like the like the fake endings, they had like two fake endings, which I thought was like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. I'm like, okay, that first one, you know, where he he, and it doesn't make any sense because they already talked about him being with the younger woman uh mckenzie forget her full name but that was sort of funny and then at, the second one is him eating the uh, desserts again and you're like oh that sort of makes sense but then at the end it's like him and her and you're like oh that makes a little bit more sense because they're in the same circles and you know shit like that happens um i like steve carell i know mike liked him more in uh, um space force uh uh, what's her name? By- Byron? Byron? You know. The- Rose Byron, yeah. She was an X-Men. She was in all, all the newer X-Men. Um, she's always funny. She- I think she was the funniest in, um, what is it? Uh, the f- uh, Touch the Fuzzy Walls. Get him to Greek. She was funny in that. Uh, everyone else. What's his name? I-, I don't, I know he's been in a lot of movies. Chris but- Cooper? Yeah, he was fine. I just don't remember him from a lot of things. I, I mean, he was good, but. You know, he was a straight guy. Uh, other than that, I really liked it, but I don't know if it deserves a green. It's We are in political season. I think it came out at a perfect time where, you know, it's time to vote, guys. And, you know, like Mike said, all these politicians do lie. All the people that work for them also have to lie to them and to the people. And, you know... It's it's a good movie where you're like, ha ha, got you guys. You guys I am going to give this a green card. Okay. I was thinking a yellow, but I'm gonna stick with green. Was it because uh, you saw Eric, uh, Eric Foreman in the movie? Oh no, that's Sal. Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, it's because <laughs> exactly. No, it's because I saw all the desserts. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. There were, there were cows in this movie too. Don't forget. Oh yes, yes. There was the, the hamburger and the beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess the first thing. Well, let me ask you guys this first. Mm. Did you guys see that ending coming though? I well, <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention again that much. So the part where the daughter went to that mayor's house, I saw the ending coming. Yeah, but that's already at the. I think that was already right there at the end. It wasn't. At the beginning, that was yeah, yeah. I think before that, you mean? Yeah, basically. Before um, that, uh, I I didn't see it coming, but I was wondering why every why why is everybody acting up? Yeah, it started to get sketchy, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, which yeah, which part? I mean, if you you could if you found any way before. That, oh, in the bar I... when when Steve Carell first got to the bar. You mean when everyone knew about him or? Yeah, when everybody knew about him and every time well, he walked I think the that room. more d- demonstrated that it was a small town. I yeah, think. that's how I kind of got from there too. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So the first thing I'll say yeah. is, 
I like Steve Carell more in his movie than I did in the entire series of Space Force. Space oh, Force. of course, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like there was nothing about his acting or anything that was annoying to me. I was like, he played the role pretty well. Like I, I he he played off the other actors very well. It was it was good. Oh, then let me um, ask you too. Wait, yeah. where's the best best thing you've seen Steve Carell in? Oh, the Big Short. No, but I don't know Sal though, because Sal. Oh, Sal. My bad. Yeah. I get. I don't know. I guess that's not. Exactly. Maybe, probably this one because, like, the only other movie I remember seeing him because I've seen him in other things, but it's just the only other movie I remember seeing him in was Get Smart, and that was like ages oh, ago. God. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The big um, but okay, so yeah, okay. this movie, I, I, I did laugh at the beginning because I was like, oh, this is a politics kind of thing because I had mm-hmm. no idea what this movie was going to be about. Like, it was this what I was thinking, oh god, is this going to be like a rom com type of thing? Like, which title, it could have been, right? The title is a little bit misleading, but I, I get, I, I finally understood it as it got towards the end. Um, and so when I was going through, it, I was like, okay, politics, politics, got it, got it, got it, and everything kind of played out typically as as probably as you would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, which. You know, it was kind of like I wasn't bored, but I was also like not highly thrilled. There were a couple of funny scenes. I thought a lot of the actors were really funny, uh, and especially when um, he, they kind of started, uh, what is it like dominating the town when he started bringing in, like all the professional people, and he yeah, started yeah. kind of like, you know, put to the side like all the people he started working with, and I and what I kind of appreciated up and like before the ending was like. I thought it was going to be one of those movies where they take the the main guy that they're trying to help win, which in this case was Chris Cooper, mm-hmm. um, and like you know corrupt them in a way. And and they didn't for the majority of the movie, at least up before the big reveal. I was like, oh okay, he he kind of kept his same character, which is cool. I was like, okay, yeah, that's nice. So. It's you know a lot of movies would have done it the, the other way around, where politics corrupt people. Oh. Um, so they didn't necessarily do it that way. Uh, I, it was it's a it was a yellow card for the majority of the movie, but I really liked the ending. Yeah, and the ending, yeah. like I said, I did not see the ending coming until the daughter went to the mayor, and I was like, "Wait, what? Yeah, What's that's happening here?" More, yeah. I was like, "Something sketchy about all of this," and especially the when um it comes to voting day and uh, she doesn't vote and she runs off, and I was like, "Wait, something's up," and then. And then it just kind of all came together how the town, or at least her, was taking advantage of all the politicians and everything. And she explained why, but she was taking advantage of them so she can raise money to help build up their town, which was a pretty smart move. Like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't even consider looking into that something like that. Like, that's I didn't think that was a thing. But knowing, I mean, I don't know John Stewart as well as you guys do, but... Yeah. Uh, I just feel like he he they know the ins and outs of politics, and this oh, is definitely. something that either has already been done or is possible uh, to do um, in real life here. But um, because uh, because I really like the ending, it elevated me to a green card. Um, I did not think any part of this was bad. Uh, there were maybe a couple of minor boring parts, but it didn't mm-hmm. take away from me enjoying the movie. Um, like I said, all the actors were great. I don't think there yeah. was a, a, an actor that stood out that was really bad. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's it's not like high end green for me, but it's it's a good enough green card where yeah. I'm just like, this is a good movie. And I don't know if I would recommend this to people though, because that's kind of the problem that I had with this movie where. Maybe it's me in my old age now, although I'm not that old. It's I'm in my thirties. Well, it's kinda old, but um 
I pay I've been paying more attention to the politics and because I'm pursuing uh leadership in education, I kind of also have to pay attention a little bit more to the politics. Yeah. And and I can I like how much of a parody this was to what you actually see out there. And Definitely. especially at the end with the credits where they talked about the media, where they're like, isn't, wasn't your responsibility? Like, do you think there's a <laughs> oh, better yes. way to report this? And they're like, well, it's our responsibility to report the news. Like we have to do this kind of thing. It's ours. And then you're like, she's like, but isn't there a better way where we can use facts and represent it and be truthful? And they're all just staring at each other like, uh, uh, and she's like, I'm just kidding. We ran out of time, people. Let's, let's end the show now. I'm like, that's true though. Yeah. Like it's that was hard. Really good. It's hard to trust media these days. And, and what's, I don't know what I would have liked is if this, if this movie got more attention because I I barely remember seeing a trailer for this. I vaguely remember one. I didn't even know this that Irresistible was the title of this movie. Like I ended up put the two and two together. And I don't think that worked for a lot of people either. I think politics have kind of burnt themselves out where people stopped mm. paying attention to politics and only pay attention to what the news reports as headlines and they just go ballistic off what the headlines say and not what the actual article says or yeah. whatever says. Um and I and I really liked how this played off. Uh, that way where everyone kind of looks at just surface level and don't look any deeper than that, which, yeah, like I said, I really enjoy this movie. It's a green card for me. One of the things that I kept on saying to myself was like, I I felt like they, they could have probably for this story, they could have probably done it more, uh, a much more serious movie. How, how, um, instead of taking like the com, cause to me, the comedy didn't really land as much. Have you guys ever seen them big short? Uh, no, no. Which one's well, on? The big short is when when the the mortgage crisis happened in two thousand and eight. That's what Steve Carell, oh, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, not Ryan. Reynolds, sorry. Um. Oh my God, what's the other guy's name? Sorry, it's a uh, Ryan Gosling. 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 Sorry, Ryan Gosling. Um, and it had uh had a lot of different actors where it 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 was much more of a. Uh, a, a serious tone, but at mm -hmm. the same time, there was actually like dry humor that worked with it. I would have liked for this movie to to take it a little bit more serious and to have the same almost aspects, like same element as that. That's the way that I saw it. I yeah. wish it the movie kind of did a little bit, but it's John Stewart. It's it's John Stewart. It's a John Stewart movie. You could definitely just tell this is this is him with a whole bunch of different characters in the movie. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, it definitely was intended to make fun of everything that has yeah. to do with getting yeah. someone elected and all that. I, mm -hmm. I think I, it was on purpose. I do see your point in, in, in attempting it to make it a more serious thing, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm ignorant to maybe things that have happened, because I've never seen The Big Short, but I just feel like if you're going to do a movie about politics and try to show how corrupt or how flawed our system is, I feel like the only way that would make it stick to people's head is to make it comedic. But I, I agree that I think the reason why it was supposed to be funny is because if people were going to watch and it was serious either one way or another, people are going to hate it or love it because of political leanings where this really didn't have I guess that much, you know, like people aren't going to be like, oh, well, he's he's on the left and he's on the right. Like they made sort of the main character 
a little bit of both. So, yeah, yeah, it wasn't very yeah. heavy on one sided. Like you could argue that maybe it was mostly like the Democratic side, but that's only because Steve Carell, who's the main one of the main characters, and he he's seen most. He's part of the movie. Yeah. He's he's Democrat, so you kind of follow him more as opposed to the um, what's her name the the one that played the Brian, the, uh, the Republican. Uh, yeah, so yeah. she she plays the other side, and we start to see her more as the politics get to, to get to be more apparent in that town. But but so. even the um the the Republican candidate, he mm. wasn't he was fine. Right, he was the same. Yeah, so it wasn't like he was bad. Right, but yeah, they were equal. Mm-hmm. Whereas they portrayed horror. Hor- hor- <laughs> 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 Whoopsies, uh, Freudian slip there. They uh, portrayed her. More as ruthless, but I just say ruthless, not even bad, just ruthless. Even him, he's like, damn, that's a good idea. When she's like, oh, I live here. He's like, I should have said that. So it's just, they were both equally as corrupt as, you know, them with their candidates, but the candidates were fine, which yeah. I think that's why you don't want people watching a movie and be like, well, I don't want to watch this because they think that or, you know, that. Whereas a serious movie, I think, would be more in that trouble area of. Well, well, I I highly recommend watching The Big Short it, because Steve Carell plays an amazing, like he does an amazing job in that movie, and I would have loved to definitely see him something like that in this movie. I will definitely watch both of them. <laughs> um, I guess for the listener's sake, just so you know how the movie plays out, um, it mm. is Steve Carell's character that finds this um uh country guy uh that makes this like video or well he makes this speech in front of the mayor of his town about how important this and that is and someone happens to record it it goes viral steve carell sees it says hey we need him to be on the democrat side let's help him win uh the the re-election for let's help him win the election for mayor for uh the next time uh and so he invests a lot of his time and money um into him well not his Uh, money well still time Time, is money (laughs) uh he invests a lot into him helps him pretty much almost win the election um but there's the twist at the end uh if you haven't caught on or haven't uh read between the lines when we were talking is that it happens to be that the daughter set up the whole thing so that way she can bring attention to the town get a lot of this money to come in because i guess uh for whoever donates to the um to the campaigns like that money is decided by the i, I guess the uh the, nom- the the nominee yeah. uh whoever whatever they want to do with it and so the whole point was she wanted to raise enough money to keep a school open and then they found excess money they had all this excess money where they really kind of upgraded their town um well we don't really see that but it's assumed like they're kind of talking like we can do this and this and that um, because they overpassed what they w- wanted to get in the first place. Um, and so, like Cam said, uh, everyone got played at the end. Like, the daughter <laughs> really is the one that, that wins out of this situation because she she reveals that she planned this whole thing just to get the attention, to get the money. Um, and they were never really trying to get... She was never really trying to get his her dad to win the election, just to be, like, working with them, like with the mayor and everything to make sure that we can get the attention and the money for that town. And Which again, be... I really like that ending. Yeah, yeah, and then she becomes mayor. Eventually. Yeah. 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 Later later. We don't even see in any, the, in any the of text. that. 
so then oh. that's where I started thinking about the title because like throughout the whole thing I was like why is this called irresistible like I don't get uh-huh. it I'm like because oh, I really thought they were going to do the whole like oh Steve Carell finds out like this town is nice he loves it he loves the food because he remember he yeah. likes the, the the cake he likes the, the gravy um, he started oh, yeah. to get used to it he likes the attention but then like he kind of becomes like a little bit like um, what's the word for for this he succumbs to the temptation of greed and everything obsessed maybe yeah obsessed um and i I thought that was gonna be like the typical story that plays out i'm like but everything if you think about everyone was uh obsessed with something and they found it too irresistible and they let it get it in their way uh and it's hard to resist uh those temptations and things like that and so like when that when that twist came up i was like oh okay now i get it now Mm -hmm. i get why it's called irresistible I um I remember when um John Stewart was on the Daily Show and he, the first time Super Packs came into play, it's like wait a minute, you can give a nominee whatever amount of money you want and it's secret, but they can't actually touch it or deal with it. There's a committee committee that does all that, but they're not supposed to interact with one uh, one with one each other, whatever. <laughs> Which they make fun of in this movie. Yeah, they do. They're like. Hey, can 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 we talk or can we get food? Or can... <laughs> and then the lawyers right there. That's the lawyer saying, "No." Yeah, <laughs> basically. And that that happened. What maybe? I don't even know how long now. Maybe ten years ago. And it's just funny that there's a little loophole where, yeah, you can do that, but technically you're not supposed to talk to each other. But of course they do. It's not. It's it's stupid. But I know it's made. It's there to make fun of, but it's it, it does point out our flaws and right. politics. Yeah. All in all, though, I we recommend I, I recommend the movie. I don't know about these two guys, but I recommend the movie. You know, I if you're okay with you know thinking a little bit into the politics, uh, I definitely check it out. Um, yeah, I, I don't see why not. Yeah, if you if you definitely want want to watch the funnier side of politics and the sad side. And laugh, maybe. Yeah, go watch it. Uh, if you don't have anything else to watch, watch this movie. <laughs> it's better than Becky. Yeah, way better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and go into our headlines. Intermission! Let's talk about some headlines. Now, Mike did want to bring some sort of surprise announcement or something. I don't know. Mike, I don't know you, you you wanted to bring something up before we get into our actual headlines. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up because I don't know. <laughs> oh, great. What is I found this super funny, and more likely you guys won't give a shit, but I just wanted to bring it up there. Um, Hallmark orders that 40 movies, 40 Christmas movies need to be made for this year. Wait, what? <laughs> no, the Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel. Because um, yeah, Hallmark don't, Channel. Orders. Don't they pump out like forty movies like a already? Week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I thought it was like twenty, but I found that number is so, like <laughs> what forty? Who the fuck will watch forty Hallmark Christmas movies? Uh, there's a lot of people that like, no, well, I'm pretty sure watch Hallmark stuff. So. No, no, they they've been that, that's where they're all getting all, all their money. They've been <laughs> cranking them out, and a lot of people have been watching them, especially the Christmas ones. There's like a really big one. I forget who's in it, but it's just weird, but it's been working for them. I just seen one, Uh, and I think it was on Lifetime. I'm not too sure. 
and I will never watch one again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very cheesy nineties. Like it's basically the female version of any Ernest movie. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first thing uh, we can talk about. So the long-awaited streaming service has finally launched just yesterday, technically. MTV uh, now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'll be <laughs> God. Oh, if the MTV comes out with streaming service, can it just be about music, please? Yeah, music videos, whatever music uh, videos you, you know, want. That's of all never time. gonna happen. It's gonna be sweet <laughs> sixteen new version. You know, I just made one up. There you go. <laughs> All right, so Not the right. actual streaming service that just got released was uh, Peacock. This is NBC's uh, streaming service, so basically Universal Studios. Um, a lot of their movies are going to be on this. Uh, it was released, I think, a, a few hours earlier than intended, but uh, I know these two guys didn't download it yet. Um, I already downloaded it. I wanted to <laughs> check yeah. it out really quick uh, just to just to see what it was like. Um I am not a fan of the interface. Uh, really? I think it's 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 awkward. You swipe, I think, to the left to get to like an access to the library of shows and movies you can get to, mm. and then you swipe to the right to get to what I think is probably like the neatest thing. I didn't think this was gonna happen, but um, like basically their channels, and so you can watch like some of their shows live as it's happening, like as it's airing or something like that. You know, basically like if you have cable. Yeah. I so I thought that was I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, okay, maybe I'll check this out a little bit more and see what what else it has to offer because it didn't look like a very short list, but it, it was decent enough. Um, but I just like overall though, I just don't like the the layout of it. I just think it's very awkward. Um, all the other streaming services have better. Uh, better interfaces than this one. Uh, it is free to sign up. Uh, I didn't look too much into what the content is there, other than because like they promoted the Jurassic Park movies are on there, which okay, cool, that's fine. I like the first one and the With second ads? one. So uh, I don't know. I haven't watched anything yet. Do they that's have the thing. All the way to the last one but, that just came out. Well, recent. no, they don't have the mm-hmm. most recent ones. Just okay. the first three. Gotcha. Um, so I'm I'm assuming it's with ads. Uh, I did find it actually. Now that you mention it, when I did sign up for it, I didn't see a single promotion to push me to upgrade to the premium tier, which is interesting because that's usually like the first thing all these apps would do: be like, "Hey, yeah. thanks for signing up. By the way, here's like a twenty dollar more expensive but better, you know, subscription that you can go for. Just you know, click here if you want to. Yeah, like every but, time you click something, it pops up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that from this one. Um, yeah, which is odd because uh, you you can pay the the five dollars a month to get the access to more content, yeah. but you'll still get ads. And then I think it's fifteen a month uh, Ooh, to to get ad free um, everything. So I don't know. Uh, probably by next week, I'll, I'll let you guys know yeah. um, more as I play around with it more and maybe watch a movie or show and see what how that turns out. But what I read was it, it does have a free version for it. Correct. Yeah, when you sign up, it's yeah. automatically free. So yeah. you have access to whatever the limited content is there. Also, too, what was another thing that uh, that Google had a trouble troubles with? It was with uh, when the app launched. For some reason, Android users were not able to find it. They had to go through another link to get the app. Peacock? Yeah, Peacock. Yeah, oh. something, there was also something about how people that subscribe to the peacock were able to extend their free trial of the premium service so i didn't look too much into the article but i i would assume that they people were probably abusing it and so android had to like 
hide it for a while to make sure uh, people weren't abusing that that extended free trial. Um, but uh, it's there. I mean, I don't I don't know. Everyone knows that I check too much social media for reactions and things like that. I will say a lot of people are fairly positive about this app, which I guess good for them. Good for you, NBC. Um, but we'll see how, I guess, it competes to the other ones, which I don't think it's going to do very well. Yeah, it, it just depends if you like NBC, which I do like a lot, which I might be interested, but who will see? I've seen almost everything. Um, they have SNL. Um, Brooklyn think- Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think The Office will eventually get on there. I think they might yes. take it off of Netflix. Yeah, that's one of the big ones. Yeah. That's, yeah. And um, I think Parks and Rec, probably, and 30 Rock. And I st- I'm i stopping at 30 Rock because they are doing a new episode on Peacock. And then they've been trying to promote it on TV, but a lot of the stations aren't wanting them to promote Peacock on TV. So there's been a little, like backlash on them trying to promote that new episode for people to get on peacock on tv i don't know if you've seen Mm. that i feel like peacock is almost like another version of hulu well well, the funny thing is 30 rock was uh uh, tina fey and i think even alec baldwin one of the first people that were promoting hulu when it first came out remember when hulu was free (laughs) yeah 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 so i i don't know maybe something happened they broke ties and then now we have uh you know peacock so i will definitely download it to see the free stuff and see what they're advertising but to pay whatever to see stuff i've already seen have you seen anything anything new uh that's the thing i couldn't they don't have and that's part of their awkward interface is that there's not like a clear these are all our exclusive stuff. And I'm like, well, because that's the first thing I was looking for. I was like, okay, where's their original stuff? Do they have any original stuff yet? Yeah, original like, old and, stuff. And, <laughs> and I couldn't find any. So I was like, okay, so it's just like all their, yeah. their big um, movies, big shows or whatever. What I'm wondering is that what's going to happen with all the NBC stuff that they have on Hulu is going to be taken down and move over to Peacock? Eventually. Possibly, eventually, yeah. yeah. It's just like how the Marvel movies are still on Netflix. Eventually, they'll be taken down completely and then move um, over to Disney. And, oh NBC. man, that's gonna hurt Hulu, in my opinion. Yeah, NBC is that uh, <laughs> HBO or is it gonna be Peacock? Uh, well, Friends, I mean, sorry. Friends is going to HBO. But isn't isn't NBC though? Don't is, wasn't that NBC? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I think it was ABC. No, definitely not ABC. Okay, well then, there you go. Uh, I don't think Hulu's gonna hurt. I don't think. I think Hulu's just like. Eh, I'm sitting on Disney money. I'm yeah, okay. no, Hulu and Disney Plus are the same shit now. Disney I, owns Hulu, be, yeah. yeah. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, so our next topic. Um, I think this is a pretty cool one. I'm curious to see what Mike thinks, though. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch animated series announced. Uh, this was a completely random announcement. I don't think anyone expected this coming, but Disney Plus uh, announced that they are going to do a new animated series that's uh, basically a spinoff uh, from the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars, it follows the bad batch of experimental clones uh, that were introduced in The Clone Wars. Cool. Um, yeah, it seemed like interesting. I don't know. The uh, the general reception from what I've been seeing on social media is it's kind of mixed. There's like a half of people are like, yeah, this is exciting. And then half of people are like, no one asked for this. <laughs> so so? Uh, shut up. <laughs> I, I never watched The Clone Wars. I'm actually now more interested in watching it uh, just to kind of get caught up and, and see what this one's about 
Uh, but I know, Mike, you've watched the the whole series. No, maybe? I've only seen like probably like I think season. I've been I'm behind. I forgot what season. I think I'm season four or five. Okay. Oh, that's plenty. Yeah. Yeah, like season four, I think if I remember, I'm, I'm not so sure, but um, I've seen it. It's really good, man. But at the same time, I think all Star Wars fans at this point should not be surprised that Disney announces something of Star Wars. It's like, well, we didn't ask for this, but I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, fair enough, I guess. But no, I'm excited for it. It's it's Star Wars. I I, I hope it's good. I I I think it's going to be good because I think all their animated stuff that they have put uh put out there, it's very interesting. It's very good. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything notable. It's produced by Dave Filoni, which is also the same uh, executive producer for The Mandalorian. Which is um, the same guy who did the, I think, original Clone Wars too. Yes. Yeah. So I think there are. I think there's high hopes for this one. Um, like I said, I'm I'm gonna probably start watching Clone Wars sometime soon, probably yeah, next so week, too. and and start trying to catch up and and follow that series because I heard it was really really good, especially uh, people are gonna hate me for this one. Uh, her name is what ah- ah- Ahsoka. Yeah, really? I heard she's amazing in that. Yeah. Yeah, she seems to be like everyone's favorite Jedi. Yeah. So uh, I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what how her story plays out. Yeah, I, I'm definitely down to watch that. But if I watch that, then I also have to watch Rebels. Clone Wars. Uh, Reb- oh, Rebels and Resistance, I think. Resistance. Yeah. I didn't see Rebels. I only seen yeah. Clone Wars, and but it does sound like they are milking Clone Wars. But I guess maybe not in a bad way if they do it right. I was gonna say uh, I hope I, I I it's cool that they're giving more. Uh, lore to the Clone Wars because I think that's what everyone wanted from Episode Two was the yeah. actual Clone Wars. Yeah, but uh, I I hope they don't come become like too uh, I don't know if obsessed or uh, blind is whichever word I'm trying to go for. But you know, it becomes too much where they forget what really made the Clone Wars special to the fans. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, hopefully they don't go that route. Oh, so I do want to insert that we did not talk about which I sort of mentioned, but not really. They did make a cartoon. We're talking about Star Trek here. Uh, Star Trek, the I think the Lower Decks, which came out or just was announced, which is a cartoon about Star Trek people who don't get that much attention, I think. So you can see that on CBS Access. <laughs> Not sponsored. All right. So our next headline uh, is a comic book headline. Uh, the title of it is DC is giving Rorschach his own comic. So this is coming out of the the Watchmen uh, franchise comic series. Um, the I don't Doomsday know, series. The Doomsday series. Uh, so I don't know too much about this one. So I'm going to give it to Mike to kind of give us uh, the explanation behind this. Whee! And then let me let me ask a quick question: Was it a uh, Watchmen Dark Horse or was it always DC? Uh, it was Dark. Uh, it was Dark Horse or Vertigo? Vertigo. Vertical? Vertigo. Yeah, it was Vertigo. Was a, yes, it was which Vertigo. was like a, a sub. Mm-hmm like a sub of DC comics, but okay. then DC just recently decided to merge uh, the two. So there's no longer like just vertigo comics. It's not like, it's like a different series thing, gotcha, but gotcha. it's, it's now part of the DC universe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So none of you guys read the novel for Watchmen, right? Nope. Just nope. saw the movie in the series. Just oh, the got you. More likely you guys didn't like the movie. I bet. It's okay. It was fine. Okay. Uh, to me, I think that, that the, the movie was gold. 
<laughs> but it's just because I've read the novel and I think the novel is one of the best novels out there for me. The second one, of course, is The Dark Knight Returns. But it's really good. So what it is is that is a continuation of the Watchmen uh, Doomsday series that came on the, in the novel. And just in case of uh, spoiler talk, uh, Roy Shack dies in the novel. Mm. He was dead. He okay. got killed by Dr. Manhattan. So pretty much what it is is that and I quote from the person um, from uh, what's it called the writer. I think it's what was the writer? I forgot his oh, name. No idea. But anyways, so pretty much what it is is like like the HBO Watch uh, Watchmen show, and very much like the original eighty six Watchmen. This is a very political work. Uh, said in a statement, it's an angry work. We're so angry all the time now. We have to do something with that anger. It's called Rorschach, not because of the characters, Rorschach, but because what you see in these characters tells you more about yourself and about them. So what it is is that in the end of, of course, in the, in the movie and even in the novel, Rorschach wrote in his, di- in his uh, journal and he mailed it out right, uh, right um, to a journalist and whatever. And his message was out there in the world. So pretty much what it is that it's his anger and his view is continuing on just like the Watchmen series uh, in the show, but it's becoming mm-hmm. different in the comic books now. And it's a 12, I think it's 12 issues. 12 issues, yeah. Yeah, and it's coming out in October 3rd of this year. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm not big into Watchmen. Uh, like I said, the movie was fine. Uh, it's not something I'm going to check out, but uh, I know Watch huge following. So I'm sure fans are pretty happy about this one. I'm excited for it. Yeah. All right. Our next headline, Dragon's Dogma anime will debut on Netflix this September. Uh, so Netflix, oddly enough, has been kind of successful in the anime business, whether yeah. it's whether it's kind of like bringing already, you know, produced anime into their uh, into their streaming service or actually coming out with originals, because this isn't the first original anime that they produced or uh, created, but um, Dragon's Dogma don't isn't this a video game? Yep. Okay, because I I thought the the title sounded yeah, familiar. Yeah, it's an RPG uh, game. <clears throat> all right, so it says not much is known about the series yet. Netflix already has a landing page for the anime with a fairly brief description. Ethan sets out to vanquish the dragon that took his heart. The description reads, but with every demon he battles, the more he loses his humanity. It's also tagged as dark and exciting. Uh, so you know it's going to be good. Then that's huh. not my words. That's the article words. <laughs> <clears throat> but I guess it, it's. I mean, there's a lot of there, there's more and more people getting into anime, uh, and most of the people that at least that I've seen um, or talked to, they seem to use Netflix, which is weird because I know there's Crunchy other roll. sites that oh, have I like know, you know. huge libraries of anime. Not even just Crunchyroll. There's like Funimation. three other sites that people use more so than Crunchyroll. So. Um, I mean, good for Netflix. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't plan on watching this. It's not my thing. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I'll give it a chance, but there's other animes that I need to catch up. If I'm not fully caught up, I'll put this on the side until I'm fully caught up with my other animes, and then I'll I'll give it a chance, I guess. But it just sounds like Demon Slayer. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm uh, not. I'm not into that many animes. I'm not a big 
anime guy, but I still... Yeah, but at the rate that you're going, you'll probably end up watching it anyway. Yeah, I watch all the animes, guys. <laughs> um, and it, when I watch animes, I do like the... Uh, oh, watch out for the debate here. I, I do like the dub and not the sub, so... I think people are going to be mad at you that you said... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think You're people are going to be mad at you because you said animes. I don't think that's yeah, the proper way yeah. to say it. <laughs> I was talking about you the animaniacs. The name. I was talking about the animaniacs, all right? Um, Listen, how can you watch dub? See, there you go. I, that's with my eyes instead of my uh, eyes reading it. Um, or my ears. Uh, also, I do remember when Netflix first started, it was a lot of shitty movies and a bunch of anime. Uh, yeah, I remember a lot of shitty hmm. animes that didn't make sense. I remember there was one anime that was like, uh, uh, they created some experiment guy, and he was like fighting. But I think it's just like each episode it was just random episodes, and it didn't had a story. It was no, just random shit. But to be fair, no, I said bad movies and anime. I, I don't know if the animes were. <laughs> I said it again. Uh, were good or bad, I just never watched them just because I'm like, eh. I'm... They started out bad. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> sure it's gotten a lot better. And uh, like they had, a, I mean, Avatar, a lot of people consider it. Maybe they don't. Mm, that's do Nickelodeon. Like yeah, but people do consider it anime wherever it did originate from. People do yeah. think it is. So yeah, there's a lot of better stuff now. All right, let's talk about one more thing. Let's talk about boxes. Hey. The most exciting topic to talk about. No, but for real, though. So this is something... <laughs> like Nintendo boxes <laughs> that they were trying to sell? So we, we could have talked a, like probably a one-minute thing about uh, this box uh, when it was first... Oh, uh, what's in the fucking box? Uh, about a couple, about a couple weeks box? ago. Actually, almost, I want to say, right after the PS5 reveal. Um, but uh, some more box art has come out for the next gen games and it's it's kind of funny seeing people's reactions about this and and i have a couple of things to say about it but uh so what we're getting to is that the box art for the next gen consoles for xbox series x and ps5 has officially come out um and well we'll, we'll describe the playstation 5 one because that's the easiest one to explain it's the same thing as PS4, but instead of the blue at the top, it's now a white uh, mm-hmm. label at the top, which makes sense because their console is white. Um, I, people are is kind of mixed about it. People are saying it looks slick, but people are missing the blue. Like they, they want the blue label back, which I'm on that side because I actually do like the, the PS4 boxes. I think the blue looks much, much nicer uh, than the white label, but that's just me. Um, but what's, I think, more interesting for me, at least, is the Xbox Series X one. Now, the Xbox Series X seems to be only, seems to be using their games as marketing tools. Because if you look up the Xbox Series X box art, not only at the top does it have, you know, the Xbox Series X, oh. Xbox One, the 4K, the HDR, <laughs> the whatever. It also has, like, this big-ass sticker label thing on the cover that says optimize for Xbox Series X. Mm. And that's a huge like significant <laughs> difference than what the what the Xbox One box art is. So I sent the guys um pictures of the the last gen uh box art to and compared to the new gen box art. Um I'm actually not a fan of the new box art. 
uh, I much prefer the old school ones because uh, I think the less you know flashy, like less promotion stuff on it, the better. The better, yeah. Especially for people that do collect the discs, I think the box art is an important part of that uh, because otherwise. You, you, if you don't care for that, then why are you buying a disc to begin with? Mm. Um, otherwise, I, I just it's it's a funny thing to talk about because people are like really going all out against these boxes. But I don't know what you guys thought. Uh, I I, I go digital, so uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I I don't I don't I don't collect boxes, CDs anymore. Digital to me is a lot more organized. But if you're having if uh, the the thing is is that if you're getting the the PS5 with the disc and then of course you're gonna you're gonna care about the box. Um, in my opinion, I think Sony is not really going to stress about how the box is going to look because I, I feel like they're using all their own marketing tools to the new to market their new PS5. Like the it's literally they took the paper out and they literally just put that for the PS5. They took the PS4 cover art, mix it around with a PS5 and boom. Where you see Xbox, it's I think it's a lot more cleaner. It's a it's a lot you could definitely tell that they're taking it a little bit more seriously. I don't want to say it PlayStation's not taking it seriously, but at least Xbox seems that they're actually taking they're they're actually trying to do a change. Yeah. Ham? Um, not gonna be a rant, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't care what's outside the box. I care what's inside the box. I mean, even if you collect stuff, I mean, now if it's like, like Sal used to do, like a limited edition, like metal box, that's different, or stuff like that. But the plain regular box, ah, who the fuck cares? Who even, who even looks at the back of the box anymore? Why do you look at the back of the box, Sal? So, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, no, for I Halo, look at the front. I've... Why? I mean, there's there's no reason to look at the back of the box. Oh, it's two players. It's one player. It's co-op. We already know this shit from trailer. Show. Oh, let me look at the three or four pictures in the back. Nobody cares how many gigs. I already saw that during the trailer E3. There's no reason why there should be anything in the back of the box. I could imagine somebody giving him a, a box and it's literally a stick. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking throw that shit over like a fucking fridge. And on top of it, just say Spider Man. And in the back, <laughs> two players, one player. Yeah, if it's fucking five bucks, sure. I mean, $60. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm returning bad. that shit with the stick and everything. Um, $10. But yeah, what, what, do you, what is it like? Mothers and fathers and grandpas who look at the back of the box and be like, oh, they might like this game. Like, who, well, who, who? All, I think. It, well, my, go ahead, Mike. In all fairness, I think they should start caring about the boxes because games prices are going up. Yeah, but no, they're gonna have to. If they want to make more profit. They're gonna have to just put a sticker on the fucking box and not even have a box, just a sleeve. If they worried about pricing, um, when I said I like the stuff inside the box, I do care that some games, especially Rockstar, uh, when it's an open world game, they do have a little map. That's kind of cool. I, I like the mm-hmm. maps of this world. Uh, the Remember sp- the days of the manuals where they tell oh, us what the buttons do? Yeah, the yeah. manuals are stupid too. But back in the day, like the first few games, you're like, what the fuck do I have to do? Some of them were like, oh, press down and left and four buttons at the same time. Then you can do that. I'm like, oh, I think my okay. favorite one is when you get a Super Smash Brothers Melee. And when you look at Jigglypuff, they say, do not press down B. 
<laughs> That's actually funny, but I uh, did. Uh, did Spider Man have a map? No, no. they have no. a map inside the game. No, none of the new games ever have anything inside. Yeah, no, 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 maybe no, no. I think like the... a one one sheet disclaimer of like, hey, by the way, you bought this game. Maybe Don't Grand Theft resell Auto. it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, all the Rockstar, even I think Red Dead Two had had a map. All the uh, Rockstar games usually have a little map. Yeah. That's so nice. I want to know your your in, your input on this. No, like I, I said, I'm not. I'm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you, one more thing. Up, Ham. Inside the box, did which company made it so that it was on the wrong side where the discs were? Was it Xbox or PlayStation? I already forgot. Xbox. Did they fix that? Mm. Wrong side. You mean that's on? It used to be on the left. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it was on the other side. Yeah. Remember? I don't ever recall that because you don't remember. No, I don't. I remember. Yeah, big GameStop. So yeah, yeah. So the the CD would be on the left instead of the right. So you maybe would... someone just put the paper the wrong way. No, 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 no. You don't remember? <laughs> this was a big deal. Like when no, they, I don't. Yeah, when the console first came out, the Xbox case used to be on the left side. Yeah. Oh, interesting. You, you never, you never put that together. I'm opening the. I'm just getting. I want my disc. Who the fuck cares what's on yeah, the Yeah, but you the get right? the disc and you're like, wait a minute, it's not here. Oh, it's over here. Hell. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 where is it? Oh, Hell cares only here. about the important stuff of the box. I said sure inside of the, right. the box. It's inside of the box. Wait, left side. What's wrong with the left? <laughs> I'm not left handed, all right? Well, that's your that problem. <laughs> Um, I uh, like I said, I'm not a fan of the next gen box art stuff. Like even like if we look, okay, so we're looking at the PS5 Spider-Man one. Um, even like the the rating and the Sony logo, it's so much bigger compared to the PS4 one. Like the PS4, you don't even see the PS logo. So I was like, what's the point of that? Like I can read PS5 at the top. Why do I need another PlayStation logo here at the bottom? I think it kind of takes away from it because I do like the cover of the boxer, and I think that sells. It's like if it looks cool at the front, I'm going to give a little bit more attention, and maybe I'll flip to the back <laughs> to see what's maybe. in here. <laughs> maybe. maybe, but uh, yeah, it's just and, and like I said, the the white, I I get it, I do, and it's going to look you know nice to match it up with the console, but I I miss the blue. I think the blue is like is the the signature color for for PlayStation. Oh, Sal likes blue. Oh, okay. I do like blue. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I know. no, but you're you're absolutely correct. Uh, we all know blue, green, red. We all know right. which company that is, and you, I don't think it should change. I agree. Uh, the Xbox, uh, I don't understand why they have to do the 4K, the HDR, and then the smart delivery, like little uh, print at the top right. I think that is saved for the back. Like that's where they put that information is on the back. So I feel like they could have erased that. The optimized for Xbox Series X could have been way smaller. That could have been like a little like tiny thing, maybe in the top right corner and the bottom uh, bottom of the box. I I'm okay with the fact that they put that black label there that says Xbox Series X and Xbox One, because you got to think about it, right? They, there, it's only going to be one box. There's only going to be one disc. So they have to make sure that you are aware that you are buying this game and it's going to be compatible with both systems. Right. Um, so I I get that, but I just. I think my biggest problem is that optimized for Xbox Series X. That's just that's almost bigger than Giancarlo's head on this thing. <laughs> I guess no, but also I have a question now. With these companies are doing it for a certain time, are they coming out with other boxes afterwards? What do you mean? You it's because some of the games are only optimized for a certain time, right? 
Mm, oh, um, you know what I mean? Uh, where they're gonna stop, like exactly making them compatible, like fully yeah. compatible with old old gen consoles? I, I guess so. So they'd have to make newer, well, not boxes, just the paper, you know. But they'll have to do that, right? If there's only a certain amount of time, then Wait, you buy you the game and it has that there. You're like false or, advertisement, lawsuit. Well, I was going to say, so there might be like some third-party games that might not be optimized for Xbox Series X to, that takes advantage of all that stuff. So I can mm-hmm. see them not putting that, that label on there. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what label and whatever, whatever. Ugh. I don't know. I guess for 70 bucks, this is probably what they're trying to you know fill that in with. Hey, $10 more, you get more labels. <laughs> uh, um, but is it official that every game is going to be 70 uh no 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 it's that was just a that's been just speculation right now because of 2K uh yeah. NBA 2K 21 uh has their next gen prices at $70 which I would also like to see if there is a decrease in sales because of that price jump but I mean well, shouldn't be just because of that price yeah. Jump. well yeah yeah well I, that's I mean, that's every yeah go ahead. that's what I'm saying is that if you're going to increase the prices at least and yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a cover art. Like all that matters is the game itself and everything like that. But at least give value to like um, collecting something at, for seventy dollars. Like do a little bit more with that box for me to. I, I don't know if you guys know what I mean. For seventy dollars, no. that's pretty steep. No, they I, should I, do. You know, it'd be cool if they do like. The first print, or I don't know how they do this. I don't know if a print is a this oh, you is the like right a... thing to use. But like, have the first run of the games like that edition? get released out be like, um, like a steel book. Yeah, and then after that, makes that sense. you don't get any more. And then they maybe drop the price down to sixty. I don't know. I don't know how the cost of that works, but I think that'd just be pretty cool. Right, like the cool. first, the first run of the games would be like a special steel book kind of thing, like first edition. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, but I do agree with Mike, though. But I, I'm thinking the opposite way, whereas you get a digital it should be cheaper right theoretically yes, yes theoretically, people have been yes. people have been fighting that for ages yes i've been talking yeah. <laughs> yeah but if you collect digital stuff just like me and then it doesn't matter yeah but <laughs> how, how do you collect digital stuff by just collecting it in their console <laughs> <laughs> okay okay and then yeah. yeah but i only buy physical copies of games that i really really want like uh spider-man halo uh, Smash Brothers and Pokemon. That's pretty much it. Oh, you could you could buy Smash Brothers digitally. Yeah, oh, you could yeah. buy anything digital now. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> this guy living in the Fallout days for real. <laughs> uh, but there's Take one more thing. The future, so. There's one more thing I wanted to mention before we close out, guys. Did you? Uh, the PS5 is really heavy. Oh yeah, yeah I did see that. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Uh, of course, for the people out there for kilograms is uh, 4.78 kilograms. And for the United States, as we use <laughs> pounds, it's uh, 10.54 pounds. And the like PS3 that's... was 11 pounds. Yeah, but that's the that's PS3 gonna... fat, right? Definitely. Yeah, the fat one, yeah, yeah. And the PS5 is 10 pounds. They're probably going to justify like their price with that. Like, oh, but it's heavier, so it's got more stuff. But I want to yeah. know I... if that w- is with the disk drive, though. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't. I don't. I don't care how much a, a system weighs. I'm not going to be moving it around like the switch. Oh, I different. do. Or you, oh, well, that's, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like a Nintendo, where it's portable. Yeah, that 
that matters. But you know, if I'm gonna have it where it's gonna stay for ever, it doesn't matter. I mean, just in case you want to move it to the living room, to your room. I mean, for for people who or at home workout, just yeah, you know, yeah. one arm lift, ten, well, no, what, the other arm do ten. Do, do we know the the weight of the Xbox? Uh, I think so, and I think it's somewhat lightweight. I I can't remember. Like I'm five, sure it's somewhere on their. Uh, I don't know. I I'm like sure it's somewhere on the website. It'd just be interesting what what they all mean with the casing or what's in the system or right. why would it be so much? Listen, so, I don't know. think so far how that Xbox looks. It cannot weigh more than when the when the Xbox One first came out. That shit weighted. That was heavy. That was yeah. really heavy. I mean, I still have. I one, still so have it's it. Like, it's like it's it's pretty. It's, it's not that heavy, but it's just like, eh, I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> oh, now now that I just realized that. Oh, my dad. Not not even not even the weight, the shape. How is that going to fit in regular shelves? Is it? Mm, that's up to you. You're fucked. No, I'm <laughs> saying though, if you have a regular shelf, uh huh, would that actually fit in there? Uh, uh the PS5 or the Xbox. The, both. Well, the Xbox standing, I guess, because the PlayStation, you can lay it down. Can you lay down the Xbox? Uh, I think you can, yeah. I don't okay, think it's recommended. Uh, it depends. I think if you have enough ventilation space around it, you should be fine. All right, because I'm just worried if that was the case, then you'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I can't even put it on my shelf the way... And who the hell has shelves now these days? Where, where, where else? Where, where do you put yours? Like up in the air? Yeah. Throw it up. Up. What I mean is that. What I mean is that. What I mean is that you like you know how every TV comes with or you had to buy like a table, a glass table, and yeah, underneath stand. it comes like yeah, stand where it comes at an extra space underneath where you're able to put your system. Well, that's what I'm DVDs. talking about. The shelves, yeah. You call yeah, that shelves? You... I don't call that shelves. I just call that an extra space. An extra space? Yes, yes, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, hey, I was let's, outside. Let's be done with this conversation <laughs> already. All I'm this saying, guy. shelves better fit. Doesn't do it. <laughs> All right, Mike, hit us up with the social. Yo, Instagram, follow us. It's drunk cop and a teacher. And then if you want to send us an email, it's drunk cop dot a teacher at gmail dot com. Yo. And also, if you want to follow us on. MySpace, not, you know, open space, MySpace, uh, Drunk Cop and a Teacher as well. Also Addis. YouTube and Twitch, Drunk Cop and a Teacher. I feel like at this point, let's just condense it and say, all social media, follow us at Drunk Cop and a Teacher. We got to make it a Twitter. <laughs> all right, any closing <laughs> words, gentlemen? Um, Let's see here. Uh. Do you consider that as an extra space or a shelf? <laughs> oh I was waiting for that. I was going to say extra space. On that note, we'll talk to you guys in our next episode. Love you. Bye. Bye.